Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Let's go, girls. Men drink. I feel like a woman. Da, 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 na, na, na. Let's go, girls. <laughs> <laughs> just Mandrake is that the beer? Yeah, so lame. What do you mean? It's meant to be man, right? Is it just man? I feel like yeah, a it's woman. Man, I feel like a woman. Shania Twain. Rudy, yeah, yeah, is this it. because earlier today I sent you a message saying <laughs> it's not just a woman's prerogative to have a little fun; it's a bloody civic duty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no, think that would shit. make it on the pod. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> <didn't> was <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> Well, at this contentious time in our history, I think we're all kind of reevaluating, um, you know, gender issues, uh, especially in Australia, given some of the, you know, the political um, mm. controversies that we've seen in recent recent weeks. I think it's an, it's a, it's a perfect time for you to bring <laughs> us, um, you know, that message. Well, it's so and a big brave shout out to all our her. female fans. I mean, big shout out to Shania Twain. Big shout out to our female fans. Dumbledore, do tell us one. Like bit of fun that you had throughout the week And we'll report next week on the pod Because as he said, it's a really important message And we'd love to raise a bit of publicity for the issue By publicity, I mean repeat back to you the story that you told us <laughs> so, I just, All very important work Rudin, did you have anything specifically about that song you wanted to bring up? Well, on? okay, firstly I did And it was that line that's like um, Oh, so you're Brad Pitt? But then I realised that's the wrong song. <laughs> She's like, that don't impress me much. But that's the wrong Shania Twain. Oh, song. that's a good one. Vibe. Similar vibe. <laughs> that don't yeah. impress me much. <laughs> da, da, uh, da, da, uh, uh, no, that's, again, we're merging the two songs. Can we do a double header double, for this week's... Sure. Puff? This yeah, is Shania Medley. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, how do we make it... How do we potify it? Um, is this the... That don't impress me much? Um, um, who's a, who's, a, Potter, who's that, a Potter celebrity? Uh, Grindel No not Grindel uh, Gilderoy um, Flockhart Gilderoy <laughs> Gilderoy that guy The uncle of Callista Flockhart Obviously <laughs> <laughs> God Of the era Famous wizarding um, family So you're Gilderoy Flockhart <laughs> That don't impress me much Nice Gilderoy Flockhart What's his name? Lockhart Oh who cares How the fuck oh. you Callista Flockhart <laughs> Dol- <laughs> That's no, that why it don't impress you much Because he's a cheap <laughs> knockoff Of the real Gilderoy Lockhart Wait so What is she saying there She's not impressed That she met Brad Pitt is, I know Did she meet Brad Pitt And then she's not impressed by that Her Have standards you seen are Brad Pitt? ridiculously high Dude she's I want to find out Is Shania Twain married Because with, with standards that high You're going to struggle love I like That's that she doesn't so settle true. For anything less though but it's like, in, in the one breath, she's, you know, oh, you know, I just want to have fun. Let's just take everything lighthearted. And then it's like, oh, you're Brad Pitt. I'm not impressed. Oh, you're Reed and Lee. I'm not impressed. Oh, you're Nathan <laughs> Sard. You disgust me, you gross little boy. You know, it's like, what? what is it? Like, what do you want? It's, it's funny you should say that. I've just looked it up. She used to be married. She's married now to a guy called Frederick Th- 
Thibaud or something. <laughs> it's a French, French-looking name. But for the best part of 18 years, she was married to Robert John Mutt Lange, <laughs> who's... He was known affectionately as Mutt. <laughs> so, oh, wasn't impressed by Brad Pitt, but something about Mutt. Sorry, Brad going. Pitt. And, uh, Fuck, sucks that she's married to a French son. I loathe the French. Don't you just... I, oh. I mean, I've always said that. I've always said that I loathe the French, but I do now have a French sister-in-law, so I can't say that anymore. So, I'm just going to leave it to you. Oh, they're just like... I, lo- I loathe some French. But don't you just, don't you hate their snootiness? They're sort of always looking, I mean, I've never been to France, never met any French people, sure. It sounds like you're basing that off waiters in cartoons that you've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) And they never say chowder, right? I think you're basing that off like a Monty Python (laughs) sketch or something. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, in summary, that don't impress me much. Um, uh, And she, uh, she feels like a woman. Fair enough. There you go. Um... And also, I just looked it up. I just looked it up. This guy, he's not French technically. He is Swiss. Oh, don't he's even. He's executive of Nestle, apparently. Is he really? And that did impress her much, <laughs> that he was the uh, CEO of Nestle or whatever. Well, guys, you know what does impress me much? What? The Harry Potter series. So, in the famous words no, it doesn't. of Shania Twain, let's freaking go, <laughs> girls. Come on. <laughs> sure, it hasn't impressed us so far. No, no, um, no, no, no. Was that the beginning of the intro or are we just are we not doing the intro? That felt yet? like a it felt like a good spot for the intro. I just I was just about to get into the intro actually, but Nathan, I mean our Potiphars can't see this, but just to take you into the world of um, how we record this, I'm looking into Nathan's room right now, and in the background there's this very sort of Flu- cheap fluoro changing light. It looks like you bought one of those um, sort of shitty lights that people uh, plug on. Let Instagram. me correct you there, Ridden. Not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else you said perfectly valid. It looks so tacky. It's like this, but it looks cheap. <coughs> it looks incredibly say. cheap. It's this chain. Can you tell what is it? It's a a smart bulb. So you've embarrassed <laughs> yourself there, Ridden. This is a, one of the most intelligent and expensive uh, devices in the lighting industry. That's true, and it's currently on uh, pastel mode. So I, I, get, I take it you don't you're not a big fan of the rotating lights. And yes, it's much too early in the day for it, and it obviously doesn't look good yet. But when I logged on to this Skype call, the first thing you said was, "Nathan, wow, you look pale as a ghost. You look like fucking nearly headless Nick. You look like absolute shit." And thus I put on the light, and now suddenly he's complaining that he doesn't like that either. So, so what does impress you much, Reading? Really? Because it seems like you're pretty hard to bloody impress right now. What the fuck will it take to impress you? You're much. like a regular Shania Twain. <laughs> I am Reading, and I'm on the podcast, the Paging Mr. Potter podcast, and I do it with two friends, and their names are as follows. Uh, Andrew Quo. Andrew, say hello. Hi. And... The sickly little man in the tacky little room. That is my dear, dear friend, Nathan Saad. Yeah, I do really feel like your dear, dear friend after that introduction, Rudin. Thank you so much. And we do the, we do this podcast. You know, we do it every week. We do a page from the Harry Potter series. We sometimes start off with a little ditty. We sometimes go into that ditty. And then we pivot into some crazy news that we've heard. And then we do the page. And then maybe some other stuff after that, followed by the end of the podcast. 
So that's the agenda, guys. So if you're uh, if you if that doesn't sound good to you, it might be time to to turn off the pod. Maybe listen to something a bit better. Listen to something like Maybe. Hamish and Andy or Joe Rogan or um, who else uh, is there? Any number podcasts. of podcasts available in the internet. Oh, yeah, there's. That's I right. mean, the, the odds that this podcast you're about to listen to is going to be you know one of the even top. 1,000 options that you have to listen to is so <laughs> minimal. Like, you're statistically, you're much better off turning off this podcast right now and really picking any yep. podcast at random. And You should explore a little. See what else is out there. If you're listening to this, you haven't explored far enough. Although, There's although, so many pods. It depends what you're into because if you happen to be looking for a page-by-page analysis of the Harry Potter series, then I reckon we are up there. I still don't think it's particularly yeah. good. But no, I think we're, we'd be, we'd be 50, in the conversation, at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely in the conversation. Well, speaking of duking it out, like we are for the sort of podcast royalty, mm. the crown of podcasting, I've got some rugby league news for you guys. Sure. Um, which is, you know, customary that we do this at the beginning of the pod. One of the most often mentioned people in rugby league news is Paul Gallen. You guys know him. You guys love him. He's a former Sharks player and just all-round fuckwit. Well, this week, I believe, he's fighting, because he does a boxing now, he is fighting some guy, some enormous man called Lucas Brown. Are you guys across this? Indeed. Yes. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Because Paul Gallen is one of the best boxers I've ever seen. <laughs> Not <laughs> Having never watched the sport except when he's fighting. But he never seems to lose. I know. He's unknockoutable, unfortunately. (laughs) It might have something to do with the fact that he only fights the most unhealthy looking fucking, you know, worn out pieces of shit ever. He does tend to have a good record against them. I did take a gander at this Lucas Brown character who he's fighting on Wednesday, I think. He looks a Mm. lot like that troll from Harry Potter. Like, actually, (laughs) he does. The first movie. I reckon he looks like a bikey Shrek. But you know what? I was just thinking about Paul Gallen and his non-knockout ability. Ability. It's sort of like mm. a zombie. You know, it's like how can you kill that which is not dead? With Paul Gallen, it's like yeah, he's the undead. How can you knock out that which has no brain or that which has no consciousness? <laughs> it's not possible. Exactly right. That's like trying to fight a you know a rock, for example, <laughs> or uh, a, a brick or something like that. Um, but anyway, like I, I don't want to get into too much detail about this fight because I obviously don't know anything about boxing. But the trash talk has been something to... Uh, it's been very enjoyable. So just a few quotes. Lucas Brown this week said to Paul in an interview, I just don't like your head, to be honest. Um, Burn. That's good. Fair take. Paul Gallen said, you haven't got a lot of smart things to say. You just say stupid things. So not too aggressive at the beginning. Uh, but then it did today actually um, descend into a very nasty set of barbs Uh-oh. going both ways, which I was devastated to see, honestly, because, you know, I think it kind of it denigrates the sport. Um, but anyway. Um, <laughs> it denigrates the act of punching cunts in the head until one of them <laughs> dies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it just cheapens it a bit for yeah, me. It just yeah. Cheapens it, as you said. <laughs> anyway, um, Brown said today. 
Uh, I've appreciated all of the childish bullshit that has come out of Gallon's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I realize it's all for the build-up. I've done videos of him singing and dancing and stuff, but it's go time now. There's no more bullshit. There's no more anything else. I'm going to punch him in the face until he goes down. <laughs> I'm going to punch gonna, him. I'm just saying that. Design. I know that is the sport, but it's such a brutal thing to say. I'm going to punch you in the face until you go down. <laughs> it's just like it's like he sort of just understood what boxing is. Like it's an incredibly hyper literal <laughs> sled. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's like you're in a fight and someone's going to be like, I'm going to stab you multiple times in your kidneys until you die. But it's also like, don't give away your whole strategy because like in this particular fight, he's going to like punch him in the head till he goes down. Whereas like in every other boxing match, he presumably punched them in the head until they go down. So it's like, it almost goes without saying. He does have a big knockout record I was reading today because, uh, you know, obviously all of us, we're going to try and tune in if we can find an illegal kind of Russian stream because uh, we all want to see Paul Gallen get knocked out, obviously. I mean, that's the why he's a big draw card. And the Russians love Paul Gallen, always have him <laughs> screaming on, Paul on the national uh, broadcaster. Actually, I remember last time Paul Gallen was fighting Mark Hunt and I was watching it on a, um, on a Russian stream and it was so fucking funny because it had the Russian commentary and it's so surreal hearing um, Russians talk about Paul Gallen. Yeah, no, nah, no one it's outside really of Australia <laughs> should ever mention the name Paul Gallen. You should never utter the word, right? Who's definitely not. But also, it's like, how fitting is it that the only other country that's probably vaguely interested in it is Russia? Like, I would, I could probably have <laughs> predicted that. I think yeah, they're pretty into it. I think they weren't actually interested in it, but the idea of providing like an illegal stream of it and sort of just being sneaky <laughs> yeah, in that way, yeah, they yeah. couldn't resist that. The sort of hacking. <laughs> yeah, that's like totally true. Kind of, this is the main <laughs> event in Australia. Uh, just one just one more quote from um, Lucas Brown to Gallon. He said today, I just think he's a fuckwit. He's an absolute dead set donkey. Look at the head on him. He's just got a head that you want to punch. I'm going to knock him out. I'll celebrate. I'll get McDonald's after. Fuck. So, and I believe that. He's a large, <laughs> out of shape man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think he's going to get McDonald's before as well, but we'll see. What a shit <laughs> fucking anyway. country. This is like our biggest main event. I mean, like even in other countries, like you look just across the weekend to America where they did um, another farcical boxing fight between Jake Paul the YouTuber and Ben Askren oh, yeah. the um the ex MMA fighter but they still had like Pete Davidson co-hosting which is weird but like still add songs that we have like okay I mean why not I mean honestly we are through the fucking looking glass now aren't we it's just whatever just random <laughs> random ideas pop in yeah fuck whatever Pete Davidson I think Doja Cat was there uh oh, don't you think that as well that it's like it's kind of like there's, there's a part of me watching these people, you know, trash talk each other. Like, Paul Gallen also said, you're such a soft cock in real life. You're a pussy. Uh, you're going to shit yourself in the ring and all this stuff. And it's like, dude, you're like 40. Like, <laughs> I, like isn't that... Like, the I know childish kind name of, calling, just like, you don't grow up. Imagine calling someone a soft cock <laughs> at 40. I just... I, <laughs> That's crazy to me. <laughs> Your penis is flaccid, bros. And I'm going <laughs> to knock you until you die. <laughs> yeah. Unless bras. you come bras. into the ring with a fully erect, engorged cock, you are a massive <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Look at you. You haven't even got a stiff dick right now, you little bitch. Look at you looking at me, staring two centimeters away from me, and you haven't got blood rushing to your cock right now. What a what a pathetic little cow. That's a put down from Gal, isn't it? Your cock isn't hard right now. If you don't have a hard dick, you may as well have a pussy. 
because you're a pussy. You stop cocky, you're a pussy. Yeah, that's a good rule. If you don't walk around with a fucking raging boner twenty four seven, you're a fucking pussy, bro, and you deserve to have your head caved in. If you're not sexually like attracted to literally everything around you at all times, <laughs> if you're not ready to fuck at the drop of a hat, I don't know. I don't oh. know what you're doing in a boxing ring for one. <laughs> Look, just just on that Jake Paul thing. What do oh, we yeah. think about YouTubers having this huge platform? Well, podcasters, I've yet to see a fight involving a podcaster. Like, when's Will Anderson going to step in the ring? Well, it's funny you mention that, though, Nathan, because remember, on our old podcast, we did do an episode on the Zero Thumbs Down podcast where we used to review things every week. Yeah. And after a few weeks, we kind of had run out of things mm. to review. So we started reviewing things like Scientology or whatever. And one week we decided, because we hadn't planned anything... To review fighting, <laughs> and me and Reed and had a had a fist fight. Yeah, that's right. On the live on the pod. That I didn't see no Doja Cat when that went down. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it was Pete Davidson when we needed him. <laughs> that concussion anyway. actually probably explains what led well, us to this podcast. Call. Can you guys talk amongst yourselves for a bit? Oh sure, <laughs> sure. You're gonna take a work call now. Oh, okay. he's literally taking it. Oh, I mean, we can probably just pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nathan's literally just He's taken his headphones off And he's left the room um, What do you think about Nathan Now that he's not here What are your feelings well, towards the I'm guy? actually glad you brought that up um, I reckon okay. his performance On like Didn't you reckon he used to be Kind of funny And now he's like Yeah Like I, I agree I reckon he's a little soft cock uh, He's a pussy Dude I've And when he comes on the mic He shits himself It's just It's it's very Lucas Brown-esque I haven't seen him With a full-blown erection In Months. <laughs> oh, he's back. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, I think Nathan's cool. And that's he's, what yeah, that's what and, I like about boxing. That's what so. I love about Nathan. Hey, buddy. Hey. What'd I miss? Uh, we'll just we'll just pump in your tires, mate. Um, <laughs> couldn't do it without you. What are we talking about? Oh, that's right. Podcast, <laughs> YouTube, fighting, whatever. Hey, who do you do you reckon if you if we pitted who are some like famous podcasters? Famous podcasters. Ooh, well, one well, Joe that comes Rogan's to mind, an actual fighter. Yeah, I was going to say Joe Rogan would be kind of formidable. Could the three of us defeat Joe Rogan? Do you reckon? <laughs> no way. No, no way. No, definitely he would kill not. us in one punch. <laughs> All three of us, one punch. <laughs> He's only interested in UFC and free speech. That's and like yeah, he loves that and shit. And he even prefers to let his fist do the talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because he does three-hour-long podcasts, and he the whole time he's just letting his fist do the talking. And it's like Joe, at some point you're gonna have to step in. <laughs> I wish I had his confidence, man. Like imagine being, imagine doing a three-hour podcast and not like because I don't know. Like maybe it's just because for me, podcasting is so. Like linked with shame mm. Like every time we finish recording I just feel a little bit mm. dirty A little bit like Ugh, What have I done? So the thought of doing Three hours a week or whatever Would would well, It fills me with dread But I guess for Joe He might have a different Yeah I guess he doesn't have to link Everything back to Harry Potter Constantly Which is Another but one he of still the- does That's what I find yeah. really. <laughs> He finds a way <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have to He's not contractually obliged But he still Somehow finds a way Good on him we should get him on. Oh, sure oh, I've should. been meaning to. <laughs> uh, yeah, those... Poor, anyway, I mean, I, I know uh, we've been talking for a long time about boxing now, which is pretty crazy, seeing as none of us know anything about it. <laughs> but I, I do... There's something about that... Those Paul guys, mm. Jake and Logan, that like really... 
I find quite scary in a way. Like they scare me a little bit because they're like they're so powerful. Like they can't they command like so much power. Like so many people care what they say and stuff. And then they are like physically so fucking strong. You know what it is, Andrew? They're quintessentially American. They're like the most American. They they the embodiment of it. They're Captain they're America. They're fucking brash. They're loud mouths. They fucking suck. Like they're stupid, but they're yeah. so powerful. And like, fuck, that's it's such a good all well and good for us to pay them out, but they're so much bigger than we'll ever dream to be. Like, yeah, physically and in terms yeah, you of feel audience. futile yeah. when you think about them too hard. Well. Th- I think that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. There's something as well about Americans that they've just got that completely... It doesn't matter how misplaced, they've got that absolutely indestructible confidence where it's like yes. yeah. they will just plow through anything because they're so confident and arrogant and their brains are like completely poisoned by their like own yeah. um, kind of... Unshakable uh, bah, 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 of my brain stopped working. God complexes. Yes, exactly. And there's nothing. You, you, and it's <laughs> yeah. sort of self fulfilling prophecy because there's nothing you can do in the face of that. When you're faced with someone that confident, you you cannot defeat them. Yeah, it's true. They are indestructible. The only the only thing that can <laughs> defeat them is themselves, and that is what has happened to the American Empire, and it might be what will happen to Jake Paul. Only a Paul. I guess one of his brothers or himself can destroy him. We're helpless. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if any of that meant anything. No. Um, and I'm not. A con- and I'm not entirely convinced that the American Empire has quite fallen yet. But I mean, you know, I, I think they might well bounce back. The old paper tiger. Uh, but anyway, uh, will the Pauls? Uh, will the reign of? Th- uh, do you reckon? Okay, here's a question. Do you think the Pauls will one day be president? One of the Pauls. <laughs> Um, oh President my Paul. god Okay what what party What's his platform do you reckon Like which side of the aisle would he land on Republican Republican. Okay Definitely. so I'm thinking like we could, He's rich We could have a Logan Paul And maybe VP Ben Shapiro Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's going to be the Republican Paul. ticket In about <laughs> Don't put that into years. the universe Don't put that into the universe and meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, on the Democratic side, I think okay, we'll, have a, we'll have a Rogan and... Uh, I feel like Rogan's not a Democrat. I feel like Rogan would be more like Libertarian, libertarian yeah. Party, Lib- like his mm. own yeah. quackery. <laughs> who, are like, who are like the dumb, like the dumbest kind of lib kind of... Of, 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 of the Zuma boomer. Um, uh, no, Zuma, sorry, millennial era. Fuck, I was about to say Emma Watson, but she is British. <laughs> It's a Hermione-esque character, though, um, definitely. I was about to say Greta Thunberg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're really onto it now. I, I can't think of any famous people. Um, what about Cardi B? Oh, now, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because she's a big Bernie yeah, fan. Yeah, that could be it. Now, Cardi B versus Jake Paul, that is, again, an exercise in... Two people that are so unshakably confident. There is no person maybe on this world more confident than Cardi B. She talks about sucking dick all the way down from her throat to her ass on Twitter with no shame. She talks about, Mm. you know, having throat parties. There's nothing you could say to slander her. She's already sort of owned it. She's owned any sort of insult you could throw at her and made it, harnessed it into this powerful... She's like... Taken Shania Twain's message about like having a little fun <laughs> totally. and sort of built this indestructible sort of 
persona around it. Yeah. Very Twainian. She's very Twainian. It's Twainian, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's not Mark Twain. No. It's like Shania Twain. Right? And be. rumors of her influence have not been exaggerated. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Shania walked so no, Cardi B shit. could twerk. <laughs> <laughs> what in God's name are we talking about? Although, and you this know what? This feels like one of the most cracked starts to the pod. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if you want to do a pulse check, but for me personally, this one sounds mental. Can we can we post a uh, poll on the Instagram? Who who would win in the let's say twenty thirty four Democratic? I mean, sorry, twenty thirty four presidential. It's sooner election. than you think. It's sooner than you think. It's twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. It's twenty thirty four, brother. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you reckon they'll be ready for the next one? I don't think they have to be. I think they will just turn up. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they have to do some sort of elaborate, you know, groundwork and that sort of thing. They will just rock up and at the convention, I assume, and sort of twerk. Kanye and, style. Um, what's that thing that the Fortnite dance do? The I don't know what that's called. Yeah, I know the thing. The, the Fortnite the dance. The Fortnite dance. And Jake Paul will do that. And then all the delegates will go, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul, our next president. <laughs> Flossing. Oh, well. I'm Flossing. looking forward to it. Flossing. It's yeah, the, yeah. It's the, oh, no. Was that, was that from Fortnite? I thought that was different. No, it's from Fortnite. Flossing. It's the... Fuck. We're old, aren't we? We are actually getting old now. I have no idea what these things that. are. <laughs> oh, well. Um, should we do the page? I don't know. Well, we got more to say about this um, presidential run. The only thing I was thinking was mm. re the flossing twerking thing. It's interesting that like, you know, before it was sort of big government versus small government, but now you can distill America's, um, you know, political spectrum into flossing versus twerking. Who, what is the most powerful <laughs> dance that will win you power? So true. That will decide the next election. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> our words. That will be the, like the the you know the in the in the Democratic nominee or whatever will be chosen by who can perform the best you know flossing dance at the debate. That that's what it will come down to. They won't even need to speak. There won't be microphones. It won't it be a debate. Be... It'll be a dance off <laughs> or a boxing match probably. A boxing, a boxing match. match. Who you got? Because Cardi B from the streets, no doubt, can scrap. Whereas Jake Paul, yeah, definitely. I think I think she's got it over him. She'd have reach. I don't think so. He is fucking crazy strong. That guy. That's what I mean. He's really scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the video of him knocking that guy out, who's like a proper fighter or whatever, and he fucking destroyed him. Like he just cracked him in the face. I, I know that that's what boxing is, but he really did just hurt him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we've sort of pushed this boat as far out as it will go. And, <laughs> yeah. and well, we've and done our sports news. We've done our music news. Now we've done the politics news. So it's time to get on to uh, <laughs> our literature. Now I, I got to say, this is a hard pivot into the page. I don't know. I don't know if we've ever done a harsher pivot into a page of Harry Potter, the children's book, than this. <laughs> yeah. I'm so distracted by what was just said. <sighs> yeah, I'm finding it a bit hard to to follow today. I've got to be honest. <laughs> this has been a been a particularly schizophrenic sort of uh, episode so far. Yeah, write in if any of the past thirty minutes made any sense because I I can't imagine it did. It was sort of like an a uh, like an impressionistic podcast where it's just fragments of ideas sort of thrown at the wall and then seeing if they stick. It's sort of 
it's Dadaist, isn't it? It's oh, almost, it's, yeah, dude, it's, it's surreal. It's so Dadaist. Lady Dada, is that anything? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> delete But it's that. a good example of throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it'll stick. <laughs> Which so. is Dadaist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Twainian, but it's definitely Dadaian. All right. Page 111. <laughs> 111. Snake Eyes. I, I'm going to call it That's going to be the most interesting thing about the page Is that It just happens to be 111 The actual number At the end of page 110 uh, they, just, they were still in potions class with Snape And Neville's potions spilled everywhere And that's the end of the page Idiot boy Snarled Snape Clearing the spilled potion away with one wave of his wand Pretty funny burn to call a child idiot boy I suppose I don't know if that's a burn It's just more of like abuse, really. Yeah, funny though. Funny though. Funny abuse. Yeah, it's funny. Piss funny. Oh yeah. Not like some kinds of child abuse. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying there is a spectrum. <laughs> no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> Written. Yeah. Continue. No, you. It's, it looked like you had more to say, Nathan. No, 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 <laughs> no. Sure, Much sure. less to say. <laughs> Would be better um, Neville was whimpering And as boils started to pop up All over his nose That's chat um, Oh but last week we said Why are they learning a spell To get rid of boils I remember And then on the very next page What do you know He's got boils So it's more useful than we thought well, You guys are looking at me Like you don't remember Even talking about that I'm sure yeah, you don't no. No, no, Maybe but- the Potiphar's will appreciate it Or maybe I'll just delete what I said no, because... Isn't that the potion that gave him the boils? Yeah, they're... they're okay, I've scrolled back up to page 110. They are making a simple potion to cure boils. And yet, this has seemingly made Neville have more boils. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, think boils. I think what JK is doing there is she's trying to illustrate how bad a wizard Neville is. I mean, he's, he's trying to create a potion that removes boils. Mm. You know, pre-existing boils from your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what he's managed to do... Somehow is land on a potion which actually gives you boils, <laughs> the exact opposite of what you would Uh-oh. hope to make. So I think that's what she's trying to do there. Oh, maybe the well, maybe the sample is like uh, the potion. Sorry, is like a vaccine where it's like you just give yourself a bit of a boil and that gets rid of other boils. <laughs> that makes a surprising amount of sense. Take him up to the hospital wing. Snape spat at Seamus. Oh, sibilance there. That is a literary technique called sibilance. The repetition of an S mm. sound, and and she also and he, and he also spat on a child. There, yeah, he spat in <laughs> he spat in his throat at Seamus. Then he he rounded on Harry and Ron. He was sort of loading up another loogie, ready to spit it right between their little boy faces. Um, and he didn't though. He just said, "Harry, why didn't you tell him not to add the quills?" So he's now. Blaming Harry for, you know, Neville's thing. So that's... <clears throat> hey, just a little... Just, um, I know we did a pulse check before. Yeah. And I know that every week we're mm. like, this is fucking painful. Mm-hmm. But mm. it is getting it is getting harder, isn't oh, it? It's get- like the last few weeks, this fucking... The page has been like really unbearable. <laughs> you can tell we're procrastinating even more before the start of the page. Yeah, yeah. Like it's... Oh, God. It's, it's hard to describe how... Deeply fucking upsetting doing You know what it's like? It's like that What's the Greek myth of the guy who's condemned to push the fucking boulder up the hill forever? Atlas Is that Atlas? I don't know I thought Atlas was the one that held the world on his shoulders 
Well, I don't know. There's Prometheus. He's the one who has his liver picked out by a fucking eagle every day, that, and it grows back. That's, that's kind of what this like. is like, actually. It does because it, it keeps like growing Prometheus. back, and then we keep having to. We keep growing our liver back, and then the fucking eagle comes and picks it out again. And it's just as painful, and it's just ironic because we started this pod. Like the whole idea was what's the laziest, easiest idea we could do. Oh, we'll read a page of Harry Potter. That's funny. Like whatever. We can use it as a jumping off point. Maybe we won't even talk about Harry Potter. But now we're at the point we've lived with these characters for so long. Like two mm. and a half years. Mm. It's just, yeah. it's a nightmare. It's an absolute it's too nightmare. long. I've never That's seen such a backfire as that. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's the hardest thing in my life now is, is the five minutes where Rudin reads the page. It'll be used as like... <laughs> A parable down the line, you know, teaching kids about <laughs> the dangers of laziness, like the boy who cried wolf. Or oh, I totally like will. There's a moral. The boy in who started sure. a podcast. Yeah. And for All and right. for those of you, I know there are people listening right now. You fucking nerds who are already logged onto our Instagram, starting to message us, being like, "Oh, the cricket, it isn't. Oh, it's actually Sisyphus." I looked it up. It's Sisyphus. Stop it's typing. Sisyphus. That's the guy. <laughs> All right. Fuck. We get it. All right, we get it. You like books. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Congratulations. <laughs> and let me also just say, you're not an intellectual. Look at what you're listening to. This is not... <laughs> no intelligent person would listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much Greek mythology you read, it will never counteract the fucking idiocy that's implanted in your brain due to listen to this podcast. You are stupid, <laughs> and nothing you do will ever change that fact. And thank you. Please follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Means the world. Means the world. <laughs> and and, we and do, do write guys. in. We actually really do love it when you write in. Um, often you'll see that we're very short of content uh, to the point where even today Andrew put up an Instagram story uh, literally begging our listeners to do our job for us, saying, <laughs> do you have any content? We do not. Uh, I, I We had a few come in. I, I don't know if we're going to have time to get to them. Well... Well, the thing is, what again, this is another example of things backfiring. I sent, I posted that story saying, can you please send in some ideas for the pod? We don't have any ideas for mm-hmm. content, which, I mean, obviously, you're listening to this now. That's obviously evident. <laughs> um, but the reason it's backfired is people did write in with ideas, but all of those ideas still required us to go do some more work. Like no, it was like, you play don't this get game it, or something. You don't get it. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. Understanding. If you're going to send in a game idea, send in the questions that we're going to ask. Send in a full <laughs> game. What, what is this? <laughs> Record yourself playing out the segment with your friends. <laughs> we will play it live on the pod. We can't do everything for you on this podcast. No, nah, there actually were some really good suggestions set in, but I think we'll have to do them next week because I didn't prepare anything, obviously. Yeah, we're, we're actually going long just talking about what a fucking chore this is. So maybe we will save them for next week. Well, the people that did write in, one of them, um, I think his name was Scott, wrote in and said... Uh, Potiphar Scott. What? Potiphar Scott. Use this correct term. Potiphar Scott. Name. Sorry, Potiphar Scott. And he said, uh, do pet peeves. And Scott... Don't just send in the... Yes, that was a segment a long time ago. We don't remember what that was. We discussed it for many minutes trying to figure out what that game was. Now, so if you're going to write in... Now, read in. Also, please write in what the game that's appeared on our podcast that we came up with <laughs> involves. Now, Scott. Uh, sorry, no, read in. Uh, two, I just want to pick up on that because I, I take your point. It's a good point. Um, <laughs> just in Scott's defense, number uh-huh. one... 
I guess you could I guess you could argue that like given we do the podcast, we should be able to remember what our segments mm. are. I don't think that's very compelling, but that's one defense for Scott. The second defense would be that he wasn't the one that wrote that in. <laughs> so let's not say that Scott said that. It was somebody else. Well, if you're going to write into the pod, make sure you follow it up with a second message clarifying who you are, name, contact details, what your message was. We can't do everything for you. <laughs> oh, but honestly, thank, thank you, you for so writing. Much for writing. <laughs> we love you. We appreciate it. Like we wouldn't do it without you. Um, we actually do. People are going to stop writing. I know, no, no, no. We write. do. We do. We do. Uh, we're literally on our knees begging for you for content. So please write in. We're a lot nicer on Instagram than we are on the podcast. This is just a flex. This is just a flex. We're nice in private and me will publicly <laughs> humiliate you. How cowardly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's pathetic. It's fucking pathetic. When the three of us get together, we just bully people. But one-on-one, oh, oh, one, we're all right. As long as no one's looking, no one can see. I've got a good soul. Yeah. I've got a good heart. Oh, God. We are deplorable. <laughs> fucking hell. We deserve reading this page every week. Yeah, this <laughs> this is like a Greek myth, isn't it? It really yeah, is. This, this is our punishment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being sentenced to Hades or whatever. Or that Sisyphus thing that you mentioned earlier. Oh, Are we yeah. making any progress? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it doesn't seem like we, it. We're, no, we're simply putting it off. We're not actually making any progress. Read it, read it. In theory, right? Like, let's say... <laughs> let, I'm going to set you a little test here. Could you summarize the rest of this page in three words? <laughs> okay, give me one second. I'll give you five words. Five words. Okay. Maybe you can try to guess what Go happens. Sure. No, I don't want to. I'm not interested. I just want you to say it and we can stop. But also don't miss out on anything important. Read it. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to go start well, that back shouldn't to be the a start. <laughs> Nathan, I can guarantee you it's literally impossible to skip over anything important. <laughs> okay, good. Points. Down. Hagrid. Fang. Boarhound. Pheasants. What? I think that's more than five words. And also, okay, that wasn't really what I had in mind, but technically we've covered the page now. I think who cares? That's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Write in with your interpretation. That, that could be yeah. in not interesting. It could be content. In summary, points <laughs> down. That could be read at a later date during Hagrid, the podcast. Hagrid, <laughs> Fang, Boarhound, and a bonus word, pheasants. So if you can figure out what that meant, I'll, I'll, I will... Personally, I'll give you a customised compliment live <laughs> on next week's podcast <laughs> if you can figure out what that means. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm sure they're all rushing to write in now. Um, that is a rare gift. Like, that's a pretty good prize, a compliment from Reardon. I mean, I I'm yet to receive one. I've known him for some 20-odd years. <laughs> now, so. But everyone that writes in and doesn't get it right... You will be insulted by all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the trade off. You get a customized insult. <laughs> customized. All right. <laughs> a bespoke insult. <sighs> and that hey, brings us to I've the. I've got end. a thing. I've got a thing Sorry. I want to talk mm -hmm. about. Can I do it? Yep. All right. Well, speaking of fucking terrible books, uh, I kind of alluded to this last week. I don't think I spoke about it in detail, but Gina Reinhardt's written a book, right? Mm. I can't remember what we said last week. A joke pretty book. much. We're excited for it. She's written a joke book. Yeah, it's called Jokes, Jokes and Joys, <laughs> which is um, 
which is which is good for a, a name for a book. Now, now Gina Reinhart, uh, she's she's a, th- a mining magnate worth thirty billion dollars. Uh, obviously, she inherited most of that money from her family. She didn't do, do anything or any like she's she's got no value as a person, but she's but she's made thirty billion dollars. Is she Gring hot or Gring not? Do you reckon? Um, is that like a Gring disgusting? <laughs> Green disgusting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Green disgusting. Green disgusting. She's green disgusting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, well, I don't care. Fuck Gina Reinhardt. Anyway, um, we touched on this last week, and I thought, okay, in the in the in the week, I'm going to try and buy this book because I'm like, I need to see what jokes and stuff are in mm, this book. Yeah. So I tried to find it. It. I fucking. I'm convinced it doesn't exist. Like I could not find it. There. It, it was. There was. She was selling it on eBay. Richest woman in Australia. She was trying to sell this book on eBay. And it was like fucking 60-something dollars, but it was sold out. And I was looking on Twitter and no one, I couldn't find anyone that had been able to get their hands on it. So I think she printed like 10 copies of it. Anyway, all I could do, I found uh, a Sky News video, obviously. Um, it was like a puff piece about this book called Jokes and Joys, Laughter Desperately Needed in an Era of Political Correctness. Oh my God. That's... Now, I'm- I'm going to try not to get angry while we do this, but I looked at this video and what I did today was I paused the video as somebody was flicking through the book and zoomed in and was able to (laughs) get some of the jokes out of the book that way. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) So I'd love to read... (laughs) I'd love to read a few of those too. I love how on Um, this podcast, a podcast, a literature podcast, at no point have we ever legally accessed a book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, just one other thing before we get into the actual jokes. Um, so, I read something that intrigued me um, while I was doing my research for this. It said that the front cover was designed by Gina Reinhart's nine Cambodian daughters. Have you guys heard what? about this? What? Her nine Cambodian daughters. So, what? No. So, I looked into it and this fucking, this slug woman oh. is so rich that she literally, so she, you know, she's got actual kids and they all hate her or whatever. Like all yeah, the kids yeah, actually yeah. hate her. She just bought some new ones from the third world. <laughs> <laughs> she literally just grabbed these fucking like nine, that apparently they were like orphans that were living on the streets of, of Phnom Penh in, in, in Cambodia. You're mine and now. She, yeah, and she just went like, okay, you live with me now. Like, <laughs> we we don't out. want to, Gina, because I've literally purchased you. <laughs> you are mine now. Isn't that fucking nuts? Like, and I tell you I mean, I'm, happy, so I'm happy for them that their lives are better now, but what a fucking psychotic, narcissistic thing to do to just take these children and be like, you will love me now forever. <laughs> and it's also like... You never refer specifically to the nationality of your daughters, really, when you're... <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you've adopted... Like, my elder sister's adopted, and my sister... My, my parents never go, oh, here are my uh, my uh, two kids, Ridden and Alex, and this is my Korean daughter, Kimberly. <laughs> so, they're just all your kids. <laughs> well, I don't think she actually adopted them, technically. So, I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. What? But anyway. Yeah, she just like I don't know. I think she just like, like rescued them or whatever. That was all in inverted quotes, and that's never good when good words are in inverted quotes. That's never a sign that <laughs> a good word has actually that verb has been properly used. Well, you know, but you, that's what all these fucking lizards do, though, don't they? They just they do this fucking PR managed philanthropy that that 
does nothing to absolve them of the fucking pure evil of their bank balances. And and she just looks disgusting as well. Anyway, um, I'm a big fan of Gina. And um, with all that said, I have to admit, the jokes in this book, they're pretty fucking funny. So I'm going to bring right. a few of them to you. Uh, and I... I Maybe we can maybe maybe we can turn this into a game. Let's see if uh, which of you can can not laugh. We'll stop see our you, sides see, from okay. splitting. Yeah, okay. who of you can finish this segment with their with their sides still <laughs> intact? intact. <laughs> okay, so here's one. Um, I just read a book on marriage that says treat your wife like you treated her on the first date. After dinner tonight, I'm dropping her off at her parents' house. <clears throat> okay. What? Okay. What are uh, what are women like, though, <laughs> is, right? I mean, is is the joke? Is the joke? What's the what's the joke? Yeah, it's so she, the joke is that instead of you know, you know, taking my wife back to my house with me, I simply drop her off at her parents' place. Yeah, because I hate her. I guess is the joke. But that's not even a funny situation. Okay, all right, okay. Maybe that one hasn't landed. I've got more. I've got more. Okay. Um, there's a oh, this was a good one. This was so a lot of these were just kind of memes, I guess. Um, so this one had like a parent like shouting at her daughter, and it was just a speech bubble that said, "If you don't stop lying, you'll grow up to be an ABC reporter." <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's just that's um, that's good. <laughs> Here's a good one. Um, this one was another image-based one. So it was a family sitting at dinner, uh, talking to the waiter. In a restaurant, and there's a speech bubble coming out of the family, uh, out of the out of the mum, I believe, that said, "We don't eat meg. Uh, sorry, we don't eat eggs, meat, fish, dairy, or gluten. What would you recommend?" And then the uh, waiter replies, "A taxi." Yeah, yeah. You you did quite well to identify so many jokes from this like bizarre <laughs> method of detective work that you did. I've got quite a lot. Okay, but, I, look, I know we're getting. He's like, what? <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Can I just come back? The whole point of this book is that it's like supposed to you know, take on political correctness and stuff. But these yeah, are yeah. the most limp-wristed, like inoffensive, like there's nothing <laughs> scathing or like even slightly dangerous about any of these jokes. Well, it's They're jokes and the joys. Biggest, oh. It's joys. Oh, these are joys. They, they couldn't possibly be jokes. But this is what like the Sky News people mean when they talk about like... Um, freedom of speech and like being edgy and provocative like this is their humor like they're yeah, all these limp and then like something like the cardi b like performance on the vmas will come up and they'll like detest Fuck, it awesome. and they'll they'll want you to like shield your children's eyes and shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, they yeah, still yeah. hate any kind of like vulgarity or anything like that yet they're the ones championing free speech which actually means to them the right to say these lame banal jokes like it's what is so even the joke in that last one? Like like why do why do why do like conservatives hate people with like food allergies and shit? Like I actually <laughs> don't get that. Why do they fucking despise them? Or just people that have like compassion for animals. They fucking hate them. They're like you piece yeah. of shit. It makes absolutely no it's like that you can eat meat. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're not telling you not to, man. You can eat it. But you're right, they're just like completely entangled. It's just like, on the one hand, they're like, oh, you know, the PC police, you can't say anything anymore. <laughs> and then it's like, as soon as someone does slightly something vulgar, they're like, oh no, like a family value. <laughs> they, they, like, they've somehow got it? their wires crossed. And they, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you, 
<laughs> it's no guys. It's you guys that hate people doing stuff. What are you talking about? Um, all right, here's just. I mean, there's a few more, but I, I, I don't. I'm getting the sense that you're not loving them. So, here, here was a good one. Um, I am too old to live under socialism. I am addicted to luxuries like toilet paper, electricity, food, clean water, and shoes. Shoes. Again, that's that's just sort of like an argument against socialism. It's not repackaged in any sort of comedic <laughs> format. No, <laughs> no. it's I just a couple of sentences. Like, I don't remember any like you know purported socialists. Well, actually, actually, I do remember now. It was it was in the Democratic uh, primaries, I believe. A lot of the analysis I've read was that Bernie Sanders did lose a nomination due to his anti-shoes <laughs> policy. Yeah, that's true. That's he true. pushed that Socialists a little too shoes. strong. People weren't that into it. But the, the thing is that the last time I remember not even being able to get toilet paper was under the capitalist system last year when I couldn't <laughs> literally couldn't purchase any at any of the major monopolized supermarkets. <laughs> well, and also, isn't it... Sorry, wasn't it in America where, like in Flint, where... The water is has been literal poison for yeah, like yeah, yeah. a they decade. Yeah, yeah, they literally can't drink and water. And it's like taken like fifteen IQ points off all the children that live there. Is that, is that yeah? That was in America, wasn't it? That's in America, land of the free, home of the brave. Very cool. Anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of very cool ones. Uh, more jokes, and I'd be happy to read some more. But I think maybe we're running a bit long, so I'll I'll save you guys from that. Thank you so much. Well, great detective work, Andrew. So Very it's been a little while work. since we've put on our little funny detective's hat and got our monocle out and <laughs> sort of started fishing around, sniffing around for clues. I, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. That's good stuff. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I lied. I lied. I lied. I've got one more thing I really have to bring to you. Sorry. And it is Gina Reinhart related. And if this is not interesting, we can cut it. But do you guys remember in 2012? Because all of this reminded me. I'd actually heard of this before. In 2012... This is not Gina Reinhardt's first foray into the arts. <laughs> she wrote a poem in 2012. Do you guys remember this? No. No. I'm just going to read it to you, okay? And and I'll it's good. It is a, it's a really good poem. It's called Our Future. This is in 2012 um would have been a Labor government, I can't remember which one. Uh <clears throat> okay. The globe is sadly groaning with debt, poverty and strife, and billions now are pleading to enjoy a better life. Their hope lies with resources buried deep within the earth. That's convenient. And the <laughs> enterprise and capital which give each project worth. Is our future threatened with massive debts run up by political hacks who Ooh. dig themselves out by unleashing rampant tax? The syntax is spiraling <laughs> out of control. Well, it's quite long, so I'm not going to do the whole thing, but listen... You're right. Her, I'm not sure if this is iambic pentameter or what it is, but it's the yes, meter is very odd. <laughs> There's one, one... Here's a bit. Um, uh, develop North Australia, embrace multiculturalism, and welcome short-term foreign workers to our shores to benefit from the export of our minerals short term. and ores. Very emphasis on short-term. <laughs> wow. Short-term <what> a- <laughs> How bad is that? Dude, I tell you, there's something incredibly... I, I can't actually... Think of anything sadder or, or more pathetic than a literal billionaire sitting on, you know, mountains and mountains of gold, sitting down and penning a poem that would get a C in like a year <laughs> six poetry assignment. Like there's something so 
that bums me out. That honestly makes me sad. Like that that image. It's profoundly upsetting. Sad. It really is. I mean, the, the lack of talent. Like it's an awful fucking poem. But she's the but result also, of the meritocracy. That's how she made her <laughs> billions. Like. Yeah. Didn't she prove it? That's right. With that That's joke right. about socialism, Reardon? <laughs> Wasn't that enough Sorry. proof for you? <laughs> Were you not listening, Reardon? <laughs> it is crazy. It's like, to, to write a poem being like, there's billions out there living in poverty, and it's like, but, but you have all the money. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, you. you. <laughs> You're, it's you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. So many people can barely afford to eat. While I have billions and billions of dollars. And well, I just well, bought some nothing children. I can do. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was something we could do. Oh, God. Anyway, um, that's that's the end of Gina Reinhardt's um, <laughs> new segment on the pod. Oh, God. I hated that even more than the page, so maybe we won't do that ever again. <laughs> Two awful books in one podcast. You're welcome. All right, can we please? I beg Let's of make you, this two, snappy. can we wrap this yeah, shit okay. up? Yeah, all right. Speed round. Orders of the Phoenix. Fucking oh, oh, so bad. That. Yeah, it was one of the worst by far. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, just a single point this week. That's fair. I'm I'm happy to give it a, a single point. Yeah. Let's do a word um, of the week. Um. Three, two, one. Slug. Uh, <laughs> uh, name for the page. Um, Harry Potter and the disgusting, odious. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that no good? Can you not say that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep spitballing here. <laughs> Jeez, didn't know you guys were such mining apologists. <laughs> oh my goodness. <clears throat> um, what else happened? Sh- um, Twainian soft cock <laughs> Harry Potter and the Twainian soft cock <laughs> Yeah, that, that's it That's, that's it, one. that's the one that, Yeah, well, well, thank God well, We I'm got it right in the end Thank God Dumble do write in if you're a uh, female And you get up to something that's a little bit of fun this week <laughs> That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nearly forgot we mentioned that Dumble And that don't Dumble don't impress me much <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore. Yeah, that Dumbledore don't impress me much. Yeah, <laughs> is, that, is that even one? We just said that Dumbledore don't impress me much. Whatever. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't sound like advice, but anyway. Um, Everyone, they just please don't Dumbledore don't impress us with mm, anything yeah. that you do. You've d- you've been doing very well at that so far. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, fucking bully. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I honestly fucking love you guys. Stay safe out no, there. No, no, no. Real talk, real talk, Real man. talk, like, real talk. I know we fuck around and sometimes we just make fun of you and shit, but bro, I'd fucking it's die for you. It's only because I fucking love I'd you. I'd fucking, fucking die for you, Potterfiles, bro. <laughs>